Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. This morning, I just want to encourage us, and we thank God for everyone that is able to make it down to the church this morning. Of course, given the kind of weather condition that we that uh, just started, that's our typical weather in Regina, in Saskatchewan, and uh, I guess in Canada, all over. So to our new brethren, you're welcome to Regina. <laughs> this is how to welcome you to our base. Amen. And it's a thing of this might. There's no problem. We survive it. We have been surviving it, and you will survive it too. So just just catch fun, catch fun, okay? Uh, but then let's be careful how we drive. Let's be careful uh, because there'll be it's slippery and all of that. Those conditions, some of us are not used to it from uh, where we're coming from, and so they could be very challenging at first. But as time goes on, it's your home. It's your home. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I don't join people to say, ah, it's terrible. When you say it's terrible, it becomes terrible. It's not terrible at all. It's just our condition. Amen. Uh, so I want to appreciate everyone that is able to make it down here today. I know that it must have take, taken uh, a strong, strong will to be in God's presence at this hour. I mean, let's appreciate ourselves. Let's appreciate ourselves. Let's appreciate ourselves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I mean, it, uh, when I came out this morning myself, I was like, oh, Jesus. Today is today. <laughs> uh, but we thank the Lord. Amen. Um, and we want to thank all our brethren also that are able to connect online to worship this morning. But please make sure you are worshiping. Make sure you are connecting. Because there is no gap in the spirit. There's no vacuum. God is there with you right now. So if you are under your duvet and you're worshiping, please ensure you're worshiping really good. Amen. And uh, the second service starts at uh, 10.30. So as many as will be able to make it down, we would uh, thank God for you as well. Glory to God. Um, sometimes ago, I was uh, I was just finding time to meditate and it came expressly to my spirit that this month, is our month of prayer. It's a month that we would pray. We spend time to pray. Some might wonder, have we not been praying before? Yes, we've been praying. But when God declares something, there is a purpose for what he does, what he says. There is a purpose for it. So I want us to please be prepared. Uh, find time to pray this season. Find time to pray. It's a season of God's favor. And I pray that favor of the Lord will locate each and every one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He will locate us in Jesus' name. Um, before I go into the message, I want uh, the business and the business and career summit brethren to please get ready. Uh, towards the end of the message, we will please come out and quickly share some of what those things that uh, we'll be expecting at the forthcoming business summit. You know, happening. I think next 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 weekend actually. So please let's get ready for that. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Holy Spirit of God, we pray that you breathe on your word this morning in the name of Jesus. We pray that grace be released as this word is taught and, and uh, sp- uh, spoken. I pray, Lord, that the hearts of your people will receive. And Lord, we will receive strength as well to do. Spirit of enablement, rest upon our soul. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 
Psalm 89, verse 17, our anchor scripture for this month. And I would like all of us to please echo it together in one in unity. Echo it together in the unison, Psalm 89, verse 17. We are going to say it together, I like the projected. It's a month of God's favor, and we echo it in unison. Three, go. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. Now, would you personify the word there, there, because it's our strength. Okay, it's my strength. God is the glory of my strength. Can we say it together in oneness? Go. For thou art the glory of my strength, and in thy favor our my horn shall be exalted. In his favor our horn shall be exalted. This morning, I want to talk briefly to us uh, of a little bit of teaching on what I call effective prayers and communication with God. Effective prayers and communion, sorry, with God. There is no better way to experience favor than experiencing God's presence with us. God's presence with us. Knowing that God is with us is one thing, but experiencing it, manifesting it, is another thing. It's another thing. Moses prayed to the Lord in Exodus chapter 33. If I find favor in your sight, he said, show me your glory. If I find favor in your sight, he was with God. He was spending time with God. And he says, Lord, if I find favor, if I find grace, if you read from verse 13, now therefore I pray thee, if I have found favor, Exodus 33, 13, found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. The presence of the Lord is what establishes his favor in everyone's life. When God's presence is real and evident, manifesting his presence that we carry, people will know that this one is highly favored. Remember when the angel visited Mary, said, Thou art highly favored among all women. Carrying God's presence is one thing, but exhibiting his presence is another thing. Jesus came not you know, just to die for our sins. That's one big thing or significant thing that Jesus did. But more than that, Jesus came also to show us one way of, to connect with God through effective prayer. That's one way to connect with God. And I've learned over the years that if you don't teach these things, don't expect people to know. Many times we assume that people just know what, what should be done in the Christendom. Many people are brand new. They are just, you know, in the Christendom and they are wondering, what are you doing? Can't you explain it to us? So if I am repeating some of the things that you have known today, please bear with me. It's, it's, a, it's a means of reminder. But there are also people that have not known exactly what we are talking about and they want to know better. So Jesus came to show us one of the ways to, you know, to connecting with God, to keep God's presence and God's favor in us. And that is true prayers. I know today is our Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving service. 
But I also want you to know that thanksgiving is also a prayer. It's part of the prayer, and you will see that as we go in the, in the as, uh, teaching of today. So one of the ways consistently that we can consistently stay in God's favor is through communion with him in prayers. If somebody finds your favor, that person is your friend, say to say, you would have fellowship together. That's, that's what means, you know, I don't know if it happens to you, but there are some people that you want to be their friend, they don't want to be your friend. Some, you want to be their friend, they don't want to be your friend, or it, it, vice versa. It, because maybe they've probably not, you've not found favor together. You've not, you've not been able to connect, as it were. But when you actually connect with someone, and you say you find favor with this person, it means there is communion, there's fellowship, there's union. That's what it means. So when the Bible says that I know I found favor with God, in the book of Genesis chapter 6, I believe um, verse 8 or so, the scripture talks there that Noah found favor with God. And what does that mean? Noah was able to connect with God. And if you look at Genesis, um, uh, I mean Esther, the book of Esther chapter 4, it also talks about Esther finding favor with some persons. So when you find favor with your boss, it means you are in communion, you are in fellowship. One way to really live in the favor of God is when you have communion with him. Is it clear? Do you understand what I'm explaining? Number 12, 7 to 8, God was talking concerning Moses because Moses had found favor. When you find favor with God, it will, your case would be like, God is partial about you. It would be like, why is your own different? Everyone will be wondering what is so special about this person. Number chapter 12, 7 to 8, God was talking to Miriam, Moses' elder sister, and Aaron, Moses' elder brother. And he says, if I speak to any one of you, it will be in dreams and revelation, but not so with my servant Moses, who I speak with face to face. How dare you not afraid? To spite my servant. He was talking to his, to his brother and sister. Either ones. They were Jews too. They were Israelites. What's so particular about this person? Favor. May you find favor. In the name of Jesus Christ. When you find favor, you become untouchable. Why? Because God protects you jealously. Jealously. He, he guides you jealously. So Moses here, God was talking concerning this guy. You cannot rubbish him. He is my servant and he has found favor with me. It will look like God loves you more than the rest. And one way that we commune with God, what was Moses doing in Exodus chapter 33, uh, verse 13 to 18, was prayer. He was spending time to, to pray before the Lord. He was asking that he wanted to know the Lord the more. He was asking, Father, can you show me your glory? Can you show me yourself? If you take Quickly turn to that number, chapter 33, verse 13. Now, therefore, I pray thee, I've read that one. If you can find favor in your sight. And he said in verse 14, and he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. That's to somebody who has found favor. That's somebody who lives in God's favor. And when you live in God's favor, the case is different for you. In the place of prayer, there is power. There's communion with God, there's connection with God, and there are things that will be revealed to us. So prayer is the acceptable platform. That's where I de describe prayer. Acceptable system or platform of communion with God. That is a giving system that is given to every believer, every 
child of God, to commune with God, to, to walk with God, is the acceptable platform of communion with God. Many people want to communicate with God or commune with God or fellowship with God in different ways. And that's why we have people establishing um, shrines and having uh, killing animals here and there and bring, building uh, images. And they, they thought they were communicating or connecting with God. But the only acceptable way to commune with God is through prayer. You don't have to have all those graven images before you. Some persons every now and then, they put oil on images. They do all kinds of things, and they say they are trying to connect to God. The only acceptable way or system by which a child of God commune with Father is through prayer. And Jesus came to this world to show us that. He came here to reveal to us, this is the way to walk with the Father. And when God gives you the grace of prayer, you can almost manifest him in every situation. Say that again. When God gives you the grace of prayer, can almost manifest God in all situations. Somebody says, give a man a power of prayer. You almost give him the omnipotence. When you release power of prayer on someone, you almost give him what God can do. Because God is committed to hearing prayers. So if there's a man that can pray, there's always a God that can answer. So we need to understand the power, the the formidable power of prayer. The power of prayer is something that cannot be dominated by any other power. If you know how to pray, if you can spend time in communion with God, you have always you almost receive the grace that God can always give to the fullest. You can do anything. You can change anything in the place of prayer. Have you not read in the book of Luke chapter 9 when the Bible talks about Jesus in verse 29? Luke chapter 9 verse 29. The Bible, the scripture mentioned concerning Jesus Christ. It said, and as he prayed, what happened? The fashion of, the, of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistering. As he prayed. You can almost alter anything through prayer. Look at that testimony that sister gave. Followed her son to the washroom and tried to, you know, to help the boy. And the boy passed right in front of her. And she called one name, Jesus. And that was it. As we pray, anything can be altered. Anything can be stopped. Anything can be, you know, can be moved forward. You can do anything on your knees. Is somebody listening to me this morning? We can actually, actually change the trajectory of the, of this, of the world through our prayers. When you give a man power of prayer... You almost give him the home in importance. The manifestation of God is often seen in the congregation and the life of an individual that spends time in the place of prayer. So, what is prayer? It's an acceptable platform system of communion with God. It is the system of communication. That's number one. I want to break that def uh, definition down. System of communication. Recognized in the spiritual realm. When you pray, it is not only God that is aware. Do you understand? The entire spiritual realm, spiritual force or forces is aware that you are praying. When you pray, devil even knows. Somebody listening to me. In the place of prayer, it's not only God that's aware that you're praying. There are many things that we can do in the physical, but when we pray in the secret, it's marked. The register is marked. It's known. 
you have knocked the decade of heaven today, and it is known. And I'm not just talking of, uh, you know, uh, 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 of the collective prayer we pray in church and all of that. That's, that's not my point. I'm talking about personal time of prayers. Time of prayer like you, are, like you bait yourself, you bait your body yourself. Just that same way. And you do it every day. Same way. You feed your mouth yourself. Nobody feeds, nobody's mouth is fed to, to satisfy your body. Is that not true? Nobody's mouth is fed and your body is okay. No. You feed your mouth your body through your mouth, yourself. And it's done on a daily basis. In fact, periodically, some of us, 12 noon, 3, 4, we must do the 3 square me. Same way, prayer has to be something we do personally. Me, It has to be personal. Your husband cannot be praying your prayer. Your wife can be praying your prayer. You pray yourself. Because when your husband prays, he energizes himself. But if you remain prayerless, then you remain powerless. Do we understand? There is no hopelessness in the place of prayer. Hopeless. We can never be hopeless if I say we are prayerless. So if you give yourself to prayer and if you give yourself to communion with God, that is one way to communicate with God and it's recognized both in heaven and on earth. It is not, it is not only God that's aware. Queen of uh, Scotland many years ago said concerning prayer of John Knox. I fear the prayer of John Knox than uh, it, it, she mentioned a number of soldiers now but I can't remember right now. Than the entire soldiers, army of Scotland, the prayer of one man. She said she feared it. that was a wicked queen that was coming against the church at that time. And she said, I fear the prayer of John Knox, just one man, than the entire kingdom of Scotland. The entire soldiers. Prayer of one man can do anything. It is the means of communication. Pray about anything and everything. Prayer is a dialogue and not just a monologue. It's a, it's a communication. You're talking. When you're communicating, there must be the communicator, there must be a message, and there must be a receiver. And the last, there must be feedback also to say that what I'm communicating is being understood. And then I got some reaction. If all these loops are not put together, you are probably not communicating. So it's a means of talking to your father, and father wants to talk back. Many a times we stay in the place of prayer and pray and pray and pray and in Jesus' name we pray. Wait five more minutes, you will hear God. Just be quiet and be expectant to speak to you. But many a times when we in Jesus' name we pray, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and we're out of the door. No, God will be standing and I wanted to talk. And then our heart is clouded. A lot of bustling and hustling everywhere and there's no room for God to even speak to heart anymore. When we pray, stay there to hear back. It's a dialogue. It's means of communication. You talk to the Father, Father talks back to you. It is the medium of fellowship. Communion with God. No fellowship with God except through prayers. How do we say, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that is in the place of prayer, brothers. That's in the place of prayer, sisters. We, don't, we can't fellowship with the Father in flesh. We stay in the place of prayer to fellowship. So prayer is not only asking. Prayer is also tapping into the resources of heaven to fellowship with the Father. I don't know to those of us you know, who are married uh, with kids and uh, your children, will just come, they just want to have fellowship with you. I don't know if it happens to you sometimes. It, they are not asking for anything. They are not asking, Mommy, I want a... Uh, uh, 
I want a happy meal or anything like that. They just wanted to fellowship. Sometimes that's what some of us don't do with the Father in the place of prayer. We spend time to ask and ask and ask and ask. That's okay. God is happy with that. Don't get me wrong. But God also wants to fellowship with us. He wants to interact with us. He wants to enjoy communion with us in the place of prayer. So many times when we come to his presence, Father, I just come today to fellowship with you. I just want to enjoy who you are. I just want to know you better. It's a place of fellowship. The Bible says, he knocked walk with God and it was God taking me away was no more because God took me away. Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. How did someone walk with God? It's through prayers. It's not talking about just walking like this. It's talking about somebody who spent time in God's presence, pressing him and enjoying God and smiling all by himself. And somebody just passes and says, why is he smiling? Smiling to his father. He's connected in the realm of the spirit. And somebody comes and says, why are you weeping? He's weeping in God's, of the God's presence because of the awesomeness of God's presence that he's receiving. Such a person gets out from that place and he becomes a different human. This is what prayer can do. Enoch walked with God and it was no more. He was fellowshipping, spending time. Of course, the book, the Genesis chapter 6 verse 9 says, Noah walked with God also. Noah walked with God. You can walk with God in the place of prayer. A medium where divinity and, human, and our humanity meet in alignment. Divinity meets humanity. There is an intercourse. There is an, there's a connection. There's a mingling that happens in the place of prayer. There is no man or woman who walk with God in the past that is outside the platform and the system of prayer. When you hear that some people walk with God, it's prayer. There is no one on earth who does any exploit for God that has not spent time in fellowship with God. Because of time, I won't be able to go more than here. But I want to charge us to get ready and understand what prayer is all about. I, I can just run through two more things. It is a platform of spiritual dissection and examination. That's a platform where spiritual dissection and examination is. Weaknesses are laid on the altars of prayer. And then God brings revival, revitalization, and there's a revamping that happens when you pray. I, sometimes I'll be weak. My, my, my judgment is clouded. Emotion is taking over. I come to the place of prayer. By the time I rise up, I say, thank God for this system of praying. That's where re-energizing takes place. That's where dissection, your weaknesses are slaughtered and the Lord gives you strength. You exchange your weakness for the strength of the Almighty and you become to do things that are not usual. And people are wondering, how are you doing it? It's in the place of prayer. System or platform of spiritual dissection and examination. That's where God will tell you you are too proud. And you will say, God, please deal with this pride in me. That's where God will tell you, you lost the setting, my son. If this loss continues to be cloudy your judgment, you will not be able to work for me. Our Father, please remove this loss. And that's where they tell you that, hey, you don't have to be angry with anybody. You got to stay here and lay down. And your Father, I lay it down. And you rise up and you're smiling with your enemy. They say, how did you do it? It's in the place of prayer. You exchange your weakness for the strength of the Almighty. It is the system of spiritual awareness and awakening. That's where you are charged spiritually. If you are not sensitive, spend time in the place of prayer. And you will start seeing yourself connecting with heaven. Revelation of God's dealing are revealed in the place of prayer. It says in Matthew 13, 11, it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. It is in the place you spend time to pray that you will understand more about God. Job said in Job 29, 4, 
as I was in the days of my youth when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. When the secret of God was released upon me, it's in the place of prayer. Shall we rise up to pray? Lord, grant me grace to pray. Give a man power of prayer. You can heal the sick. You can raise the dead. You can live a successful Christian living in the place of prayer. Please ask God this morning, Father, release upon me in this season the grace to pray. Release upon me in this season the grace to pray. Somebody ask the Lord this morning in the name of Jesus. Release upon me, O God, in this season the grace and the power to pray, the grace to pray, to spend time in your presence in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, release upon me, O God, the power and the grace of prayers in the name of Jesus. Somebody ask God this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus, when the word is taught, grace is released. Ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord that his grace will rest upon you in the place of prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' exalted name we pray. Amen. Please, let's have a seat for a moment. Uh, we hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.